0: Welcome back to the Film Realcast, it's another week meaning it's another episode, it's episode 164 and this week we're going to talk about 2019 Brightburn, of course can't do that alone, I'm joined by just the wonderful people who are usually here and including Rav as well, a special guest, Rav thought he was arrested, thought he was taken hostage, but he's here, (laughs) Rav how are you?
1: I'm good, how are
0: you gents? Oh those tones, those tones (laughs) The views are going to go up Oh, dearie me. And Neil and <laughs> I'm 80s Paul. Neil and 80s Paul.
2: Yeah. Neil is good. I think <laughs> 80s Paul's okay. <laughs> 80s Paul's in double denim. <laughs> double <laughs> denim.
3: Oh, legend.
0: Fantastic. I wish you were joking, honestly. <laughs> I really, really do. Yes. Exactly. You've got your fluorescent socks on, double denim. Just... you got it. Headband a lot. All right. So this week we're doing Brightburn 2019, directed by David Yarkovsky, written by Brian Gunn and Mark Gunn, obviously cousins of the famous James Gunn. So and if, there is a massive nod to James Gunn at the end of this. It really, really is Um, But yeah, it stars Elizabeth Banks as Tory Breyer, um, David Denman as Carl Breyer, the very evil Jackson A. Dunn as Brandon Breyer. Loads of bullies who probably never act again in any other films. Um, And other extras, likewise, who will probably never get any other acting work. But this film was a really, really low budget film. It was six million uh, dollars a budget. In the end, it um, made thirty two million dollars. Uh, worldwide it was made um, it was made in secret a lot of it was filmed in secret and it was released in a comic con uh, that the the trailer was back in 2019 uh, where it got mainly positive reviews and then it was delayed the release of it and upon the release of the actual (coughs) film mainstream it started to get quite negative reviews for some reason Uh, Mm. but yeah it's just hit Netflix and I don't know if it's a film that any of you guys have seen before no
2: I hadn't seen it before. You
1: said you wanted to talk about it. I watched it. I watched snippets of it. Um the only reason why I was interested is because of the whole parallel Superman. That's the only reason
0: why I was interested. It is very much so. It is very much. I mean I knew Paul, unless this film was either set in the eighties, I know you (laughs) wouldn't have seen it. we did the Matrix podcast, which was really good fun, which is available on every platform on the planet. And Paul, you'd never seen The Matrix before, had you? No, never.
3: And it was 90, was it 90? <laughs> what
0: are you laughing
3: at? <laughs> <laughs> I think I was kidnapped or something and locked in a dungeon for a couple of decades. Uh, like you that. have been since the <laughs> 80s. Yeah, It's
2: um, yeah, yes. 1999 it was
3: released. Ninety nine. So it was probably yeah. the year, the same year that, that Titanic came out, wasn't it?
0: God and I, I don't saw know. that. It's a oh, shit Jesus film, Christ. mate. Who cares?
3: <laughs>
2: no one cares. <laughs> uh, <what>
3: cares? <laughs> yeah, all right.
0: Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> to so see just here. very quick because what we're thinking of doing because of the matrix four mm. and there's a talk of it there's loads of chat on the internet after we've done our films which is a money ball and what was the other film we've got lined up to do the island the island after we're going to do those films um we're then going to hit the matrix two and the matrix three which uh will be quite topical and it'll be interesting to see because the first one i should imagine paul you're probably pretty positive about mm. weren't you of what sorry the matrix yeah yeah
3: i was i enjoyed it i enjoyed it yeah
0: it wasn't too modern for you no <laughs> no
3: it wasn't too, no they, they actually used as we as we as we met the other day in the stairwell
0: Stu. oh how <laughs> romantic you're painting yeah. such a romantic picture
3: yeah. um yeah i unfortunately missed on the podcast but you know they actually used stuntmen um when it came to the the flying scenes when they were slung from the helicopters these days because of the risk assessments and you know <laughs> probably it would just be cgi Um uh, but they back then they actually used stuntman you could see it. it was it was great you could see the ropes that hold them together and everything was, yeah um, was short great film
0: um yeah really enjoyed it well because it'd be interesting to see where it goes on the matrix 2s so i've just finished watching that and yeah they went super heavy on the special effects and oh, yeah. in a film I'm pleased to say for the first time ever, I understood the the conversation, mainly thanks to Neil explaining several things <laughs> last week when he speaks to the architect. Uh, so I'm feeling pretty smug today, to be honest. I, I, I really am. But First time you've seen it, Stuart? <laughs> no, mate, I've seen the film shit loads of times. They uh, had an anniversary showing at the Cinemark just before lockdown of all the films. So I was lucky enough to went to see them all again. But um, no, I'm, I've got no life, mate. I just sit and watch all sorts of films most days. So um, that's not including NFL, including ones just... from the nineties. Yeah, I sit and watch um,
3: seasons like
0: 2012,
3: 2013.
0: Yeah, of what NFL? All oh, right, oh, that's good. Oh, sorry, awesome. I fell asleep. You said it, sorry. You <laughs> fell asleep. Sorry, you fell asleep.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We all, we all have our own little um, what should I say foibles. Or interests.
2: Do
3: you watch my really really the
2: eighties c- didn't he? He went <laughs> <through> <laughs> proper seedy then. I was uh, just
3: thinking of the the um the Green Bay Packers. I know Stew's not necessarily a fan of, but they I think they've got about nine percent chance to win the Super Bowl this year. So, hey, don't pick on the
2: Packers, man. Yeah, hey, I'm my not picking on the Packers. Well. No, no I'm you dare not. pick on? I'm just Packers.
3: I'm just saying that's what that's what that's what they're saying nine
0: like percent chance of winning anyway yeah, no, there's a hundred percent chance of that so <laughs> <profit now>. <laughs> <laughs> okay so um for those again who haven't seen this film um it's basically our struggles of fertility tory Bryant uh, dreams of motherhood and it comes true with the arrival of a mysterious boy called brandon who appears to be everything that her and her husband uh really want to be being Carl or tory Brea. <laughs> And along comes this kid called Brandon who comes from a spaceship and they raise him as a normal human being but as the spaceship calls out to Brandon his behaviour changes and he becomes very evil. It's basically what would happen if Superman had a child who turned out to be a complete bastard and misbehaved. (laughs) That's really what it's about. And as you kind of alluded to earlier Rav, the parallels with Superman are so evident in this. It's kind of unbelievable in a way isn't it oh
1: yeah definitely well, to be honest it's at the same time that being said I also think this is um, I'm, I think we've, both, we've all talked about it, um, Invincible on yeah. Amazon is very much like how um, many Man. this is how he turns from being innocent to completely evil and it, I think it, it, I wonder if they took inspiration from, from this or not or from Superman, uh, Red Sun. Uh, For
0: this Because there's massive nods Isn't there You've got a couple Who live on a farm Mm -hmm. Exactly Might as well be in Kansas
2: (laughs) Yeah Yeah Definitely Yeah But I like like, like, I like the fact That they've done that Because it is Do you you? Yeah I do Because it's the complete Opposite Isn't it Mm. It's the same But opposite (laughs) What would have happened if Yeah Yeah. Basically And I like that Because Superman's Mm. Too sweet and innocent Lovey-dovey And um, I like this version of events, if, if you like, in the fact that he's just a bastard. And uh, so I like the fact that I kept the, the, the bits the same, if you see what I mean. Although well, in Super- Superman 3, when he, when he came into contact with
3: Kryptonite, that turned him bad. You could see it affected his personality and he just turned into a, a rotter. Um, but this guy... When he was affected by, he, he was cut. We'll talk about later on. Obviously, cut by part of a spaceship, which potentially is know, is kryptonite. Maybe didn't turn ch- turn him from bad to good.
0: No, but I, I like the question is really good. What this film kind of poses is like: can a child's upbringing shape his future, or is he like destined to be evil because he's mm-hmm. brought up like a human children. being?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And it, and it's a really good question. I mean, and as you were saying earlier, Paul, that the spaceship that they would they mention in this film that he's never been cut before they've never seen him bleed for anything Mm. and the first time they do is when he cuts himself falling through the shed and he hits his head on the spaceship but yeah i mean we'll kind of the film starts with the massive nod on the farm and you see the couple happy couple you see no photographs of children and it's a a very simple way of explaining to the audience and the fertility books as well Mm. that they just can't have children and they're even starting to have sex at a demonstration that they're, they're trying constantly to have children. And you, you get the nod. And it's I don't know if it's they used the red glow when the spaceship actually lands. And, it, and it's just so reminiscent of Superman. And I, I kind of find it unbelievable that they were allowed to get away with so much of this. Ooh. And you've got the Superman curl on the baby's head at some point. I mean, it's just mental.
2: <laughs> would you have I liked think they have really seen? were pushing it home, though, weren't
0: they? The, oh, 100% they that. were. I would have liked to have seen a bit more of when they show the home video, of, cause, oh, which is brilliant. I'm so pleased that they don't show him growing up and storylines there because all you need is the home video to learn that he's growing up. I'd like to have seen him in those videos, like bending... Uh, something that he couldn't bend or lift something up. You know, in Superman the original one, where he lifts up that car when he's changing mm. the tire, mm. they realise he had superhuman powers. Because I, I don't know what you think, but uh, Elizabeth Banks, who plays Tori, the the kind of mum, uh, do you think that she's in denial of his superpowers, or do you think that she just doesn't know how powerful he is?
3: <sighs> denial later on. I think there's certainly denial as we go through the film.
2: At the start, I don't think... Or maybe I've missed it, but I don't think he really... His powers and stuff, he started reacting until he found the spaceship, though, did he? I
1: think it was when he threw the lawnmower, wasn't it? That's when yeah. he first found out.
2: Yeah, But that wasn't until he'd discovered it in the barn or something, wasn't it? Or he heard it or something like that.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. I mean, a bit later on, the the barn starts to glow and it's only when those kind of voices, those chants come to him that which obviously we can't understand that it starts to turn him evil it's as if he gets to a certain age and this thing calls Mm -hmm. out and turns him evil but when he's in school and the bullies aren't really highlighted a lot and obviously he gets bullied because he's a really intelligent kid and i was looking at so many different videos of people's breakdown of this film and i always find that quite interesting because as if they've read too much into it or not And it'd be interesting to see what you guys think at the start of it when he's in class um, and they're talking about the bees and the wasps and one's a predator, the other one's prey and like a supreme insect. And that's why they come along. That he was referring to himself and the other humans, um, one supreme and the other one turns up to rule the others and kill them. Do you think think you you don't think that that's what he was talking about?
2: No, I think he's
0: just, he's intelligent, but he, he has no clue yet, does he? See, I don't know, but I don't know, he really, I'd like to have known, like, a little bit more, um, like, his superpowers, like, exercising them a little bit, like, Superman threw the football and stuff like that, I, I always liked it when they do something out of the box and they're learning his powers, but, yeah, you're right, There, there is no hint. Um, no as to him being special i think he looks strange to every other child in there and i don't know whether (coughs) that they've that's done intentionally
2: well i suppose he is different from everyone else though isn't he because he's an alien but obviously no one else knows that because his parents have kept it a complete secret so he is different from everyone i suppose he just has a humanoid form so But yeah, he's he's an odd-looking
3: kid, anyway, isn't he? Like you say, he doesn't really have much expression. No, no,
2: not at all. Yeah, they cast him very well, I think. Yeah, they really
0: Mm. did. Yeah, yeah, he's a really good actor, and you you see a bit of love interest. Well, not love interest because they're only kids, but you do see um, the other girl in class who he ends up uh, breaking her hands. Emmy Hunter, who plays Caitlin. And I thought this was going in a different direction because they're sitting in class and everyone's bullying him and she's the only one who's nice to him. And I wondered where this would go, but it ends up going in a a completely different direction. Mm. Doesn't it, Justin? Mm. Yeah. And her paintings always makes me laugh when you get these people who, in these films, do hobbies. And when uh, Elizabeth Banks she sits and does nothing all day i'm sure she does the housework and all the other stuff but a hobby is painting and they're the shittiest paintings but uh,
1: what, ever what, what seen. would you consider to be
0: art that's
1: that's the big question
0: though isn't it's, it for it's what? subjective oh, exactly god this is absolute trash
1: <laughs> oh, I, I i agree <laughs>
2: No, you don't, Ram. Don't don't
1: pander
2: to him. If you like the picture,
1: just say you like the picture. No, no, I went to the (laughs) Tate Museum many years ago at university, and I was bored out of my mind, and everyone was like, this is great, look, at it. it's just a picture of someone. What what, what more do you want me to say? It's someone standing there looking at you in the camera. That's all it is. But think of the the background, the depth. I don't really give a shit. It's just a picture of someone. If I want to do that, I would have gone, you know, and taken my phone um, outside the front of the university. of the uh, museum taking a picture of someone probably got my head kicked in because London and people are very nice but you know that's what it is
0: Jesus, but no I agree I think there's a certain snobbery in art that people buy into without the proper I don't understand all of it to be honest but when I I like to look at a picture and know what it is when you get all of these pictures as if someone's just wiped their fucking dinner on a piece of canvas (laughs) And everyone else is fucking them off because it's so good. It's absolute nonsense. Mm. But I don't know. I'm just ignorant. Oh. I mean, I used to like Tony Hart. He's the only artist. <laughs> Man's a legend.
3: You know, I, went to, I went to see Tony Hurst. Um, not Tony Hart. but Tony um, Hurst? Hang on. I've got Tony in my head now. Who is it? Damien Hurst. Exhibition. Tony Hurst. <laughs> you believe it's Tony Hart in my head, you idiot. <laughs> yeah, on yeah, sorry. Tony Hush, is the <laughs> uncle of Damien, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> didn't do as well. Um, yeah, I went to see Damien at, the, at Tate Modern, and he had that cow. You know the cow where they cut it into two. Yeah. Um, and it was in formaldehyde, and you walked through it, and I'm like, Oh, it's art? What is this? What is this? And a rum and a room full of like tablets. Yeah. I, I was like, Why am I? What is this? I appreciate like used to. I look at it, I go, "That's nice. That's pretty. That's like a, you know." I, I even like um, oh, what's his name?
0: the, the stick figures? You're uh, asking me as if I'm gonna know.
3: Me? No. It's, <laughs> uh, oh God, it's, it will come to me. Is it Tony um, Hurst. <laughs> bloody Hurst. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is it Bob Ross? Yes. Like Bob the, the, Ross. <laughs> Bobby Dabro. <Rowe. laughs> um, just going to take a little
2: thing. But, yeah, <laughs> just, it's fine. But, Bob but Ross. I,
3: Everyone loves I, Bob Ross. You know, I, I like a I like good picture. I appreciate what that is, you know. But when it's, when it's something like out of this world like that, like a decapitated head, like looking at it going, um, that ain't
2: right. That's art <laughs> to me. That ain't right. That's <laughs> Bob Ross.
0: All right. that's, <laughs> that's, that's so good. <laughs> oh dear. I watched Bob Ross the other day on Sky, absolutely brilliant, I have to say, he's amazing. He's a, legend.
2: He's a uh, no it's an old it's He, didn't, a really charge old one. he yes. didn't charge to do those pictures. He didn't charge to do those programmes, he made all his money oh, wow. from his art supply shop. Oh, he
0: just it's... did it because he
2: wanted to educate people.
0: He's seriously talented that guy, honestly. Yeah. He's so so good but lowry. not as good as tony hurst no lowry. lowry
3: no 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 one's as
0: good That's as tony hurst that lowry. tony lowry or mike lowry <laughs> no,
3: L.S. ls lowry <laughs> LS Lowry. <laughs> <Bloody> <laughs> oh, <dear> God. <laughs>
0: it's wasted mate it's wasted on us <laughs> you know that don't you but anyway back to the film i suppose so he's laying in bed and he starts jerking and I'm not going to say anything else. <laughs> well, well, different films, dude. I'm too, I'm too mature. And he has that fit. And you Wait hear not. the voices from the spaceship talking to him, and that's the first time, and that he kind of has that interaction with a spaceship because the yeah. parents have hidden it from him, from when they found it, and I don't know why they decided to hide it from him. It, it's, it, I kind of, it must be a, a case of they were never going to tell him that he came from out of space. Surely it's no. a stupid no. idea, isn't it?
1: Yep. I mean, let's face it, if if you were living in, in the back country somewhere and a spaceship landed and there's a child that emerged from this spaceship, I am going to be in the next county by the time the you know, doors open. I don't fancy being face raped by some no. alien creature.
3: That's, that's true. That's, true. Uh, that's, that's another nod to Superman, isn't it? Um, oh, so it the, is, yeah. Then they've kept it in the... They've kept the spaceship in, locked away in the in the in the the
0: basement of the barn. But the difference is, that he knew about his superpowers. And do you think if he would have known about his superpowers in this one, that he wouldn't have turned evil? Or do you think mm-hmm. it's because they locked the spaceship up that uh, the, that's what actually um, happened?
3: It, it's, that's this, difficult what to say, really. Yeah, there's something with that interaction with. There's something with that interaction with the, with the whatever's talking to him is, is just is interfering with his mind isn't it
2: yeah, yeah. he's and he, and he, and he, activated his powers isn't it he's yeah. activated his powers and it's just then it's him discovering it it reminds me a little bit and this is <coughs> a geek mode but it reminds me a little bit of dragon ball yeah. the anime because alien children are sent to other planets to basically destroy that planet mm.
3: mm-hmm. So, which is
2: yeah that's true, and and
3: what he, he he you can see as well. There's no emotion as well when he get later learns about people dying and that the relatives. There's absolutely no emotion. He's got you know he, he doesn't even try to, to to fake empathy or anything, does he? Think he's, that, just, he's a machine. Once
1: again, you know, that once again proves they they picked the white person to cast because, as you said, there's no emotions whatsoever, and he the actor played it very well. Mm.
0: Yeah, he's absolutely brilliant. He really, yeah. really is good.
3: I think after watching that film, if he was my lad, I'd look at him in a different light I'd be like, you, you're, you're right, because you played it so well.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I said that about a lot of films. I said that about um, Guys*, didn't they, with the young girl who yeah. played, was it Carrie-Anne or, or yeah. Peggy Sue or whatever her name was. <laughs> <laughs> Peggy <Yes. bloody> Sue. <laughs> <laughs> Peggy <laughs> Sue, get out of the television. <laughs> She was, like, mentally disturbed by playing this role, and that was doomed anyway, because a lot of them died on that cast anyway, didn't they? Did they? That's quite yeah. famous for being cursed, yeah. yeah Some it's, it's really good stories online you can read about that.
3: Yeah, but is that true, though? Because they so the same thing about the Amityville horror. Didn't yeah. There was also all these things around the
1: curse of the people that were involved in the script writing and the filming of it. So so I mean, way
3: Emotion,
1: that's probably the reason why. Maybe, maybe, maybe. who knows? Who
0: knows? Um, yeah but it's re- it makes for a good story. But you soon get on. I mean, we're only, um, what, 13 minutes into this when you get into the uh, the the lawnmower bit, which I really, really like, because I've got a similar temper to this kid. My <laughs> wife would back me up on that, that. He's trying to start those bloody petrol lawnmowers, and they don't make them easy, pulling that cord. And he loses his temper, and he throws this lawnmower about 200 metres away from him. And it's still working. And... I'd love to know what make this lawnmower is, because it's yeah. amazing. <laughs> can, can, can I give you some? Can I give you some advice, you? Go for it.
3: For, from one lawn owner to another, <laughs> um, a battery operated is a way to go. I bought no. a battery operated lawnmower. Comes with two batteries, and it will cut my lawn. It's a big lawn. Cut my lawn within forty-five minutes. The old one with the, with a the, um, electric cord just took forever. Power. Uh, um, petrol ones just stink and they they're an absolute faff
2: to maintain Paul, let, let's cut the bullshit mate you know we all know you don't cut your own lawn. yeah you? <laughs> sorry, you've got sorry. some bloke on a lot, couple of ride on almost, exactly like lawn, so don't fucking start.
0: no he cuts it <laughs> yeah what well, he forgot in that past story was he told me it takes 45 minutes to cut my life <laughs> That's because you stopped giving him cups of tea and cut out his tea breaks. That's why it's quicker.
3: I've got the calluses to prove it. <laughs> what from <I'm> whipping him? <laughs> God. Nanny, they're taking on me again.
0: <laughs> Superb. So, um, what, did you think he was going to stick his hand in that lawnmower? And it doesn't make sense as in why he sticks his hand in there and that he's curious about his own powers. I didn't. I liked it because I thought it was mm-hmm. a brilliant demonstration that he's, he's somewhere on another level, that he's invincible, that he can't be hurt. But, he was pushing his luck. But yeah, but why was he pushing his luck of all the things? I know he just, he's obviously strong, but there's nothing to indicate that he's kind of... Um, impenetrable, unbeatable mm. yeah. for him to stick his hand in a long mark. I mean that, that could have gone seriously wrong couldn't it?
3: Mm. Part of me actually expected that he was going to get hurt by that and then you know realised that he wasn't invincible but he did have certain certain powers but he could get injured
0: yeah, it, it was weird, <laughs> I, I would like to a bit of indication um, that maybe a fight at school that, that someone hit him and it didn't mm. hurt and he just tried it on from there, it was a bit of a a step up from what was actually happening. Well, that's good though, Stu, because that added to the suspense, didn't it? You thought he's really going to do it. He's
3: going to put his hand in there. So if we have had a bit of foreshadowing or, you know, a little bit earlier on, then we'd have known. But I think yeah. that added to the suspense there.
0: Yeah. And uh, I, I, what I would have liked is that the scenes the other way around, because when he goes to um, the, probably the only restaurant in the town that they've got, that when he's with his auntie and uncle, um, Noah McNichol and uh, Merrily McNichol, where Merrily plays the um, school counselor as well, that he kind of he gets given a rifle by his uncle, who he, um, the dad, uh, Carl, doesn't want him to have it, and kids shouldn't have guns and stuff like that. I, I'd like to have known a bit more about that as to why, because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, that mm-hmm. wasn't explained. Um, yeah. And when he cops the ump and tries to, and he says, Right, we're going, I like the fact that. Carl can't even pull his own son out the chair because his mm. son is so strong. I, I'd like that to be the other way around that scene with the lawnmower scene. You know what I mean? Because Yeah, that's, um, I can
2: see
0: yeah.
2: what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because then that's a step up, isn't it? Because he realises I can't be pushed around. or Yeah. And then, and then he tries <laughs> out his strength, if you like. Yeah, I think you might be right there, Stu.
0: Yeah, because he really steps it up. And all the townies are looking at him, aren't they? I mean, you've got who comes into it a bit later on. um, You've got Caitlin's mum, mm. who's rather unfortunate later on, who works there. And I, I just like the fact, because the dad, I mean, Carl is a huge guy. He's a really big guy, works on the farm. And he can't even move. is I suppose, he's possibly 12-year-old son. Yeah. And you see him properly trying. And I, I, I think... I'd like to have seen a reaction from him, as if like, like, like shit, what is going on? Like um, this, this yeah. isn't natural.
1: It's very underplayed. I think but you are right because if if you've got someone, as you say, working on a farm twenty four seven, that's all <throat> they've done for many years. They are, they are generally strong individuals, but that scene is just like he's tried, and then all of a sudden nothing. At some yeah. point in the back of your head, you're thinking, I oh, something's not right here.
0: Yeah. That's what I think. That he even said to, he says to his wife, Tori, like, something's wrong. I, I was trying to get him up. I, I couldn't get him up. and But then they just resort to, oh, shit, why don't we just take and camp him then? Mm. <laughs> yeah, uh, Oh know. That's it. Uh, what did you guys um, think about the scene, the next one straight from camping, which is a really random thing. And again, there isn't any kind of foreshadow up to these things that happen. When he's sitting with his back um, to Kyle... When those weird noises come and it turns out that he's eating his breakfast, but all he's doing is chewing his fork to the, to the state mm. that he's actually destroyed his fork. What did you think about that?
1: See, I, I would say, I mean, throughout this entire movie, I, I, I'll, I'll say it now. I didn't like it. And the reason why is because every character, every main character is an idiot. It, there's, there's no communication. There's nothing. Like that. If you've got someone who's overpowered and he's, he's chewing through a goddamn fork, you're gonna say something to your partner, or show her the fork. It's like, yeah. this is what he did. Mm. We need to talk. This is not normal. But nothing.
3: He did uh, eventually. Uh, I, I agree with you, Rav, eventually, he, he did eventually, yeah. and she was still in the and she must have seen all this going on.
1: Oh, of course, so yeah. she's doing, yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah.
3: she just does yeah. not want to face it. She doesn't want to face but it. Sorry, that's I yeah, exactly.
1: And I think it's, it's more. Is it? You know, Mother's love is always blind. Mm. But
3: if so, it, you're right, if it was me, I'd be like, look what he's done to that fork.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and he
1: bought last
0: this, week. This is not normal. <laughs> yeah. No, not at all. It was like a John Hughes film, because in his films, parents are always idiots, and the kids are kind of more superior. <laughs> and it, it was very much, because after that, they again go up to his bedroom to get some of his clothes. And <clears> Under <throat> his bed, they find that, they find his book, and it's got all cutouts. So it's got women in kind of underwear, so they naturally assume that he's starting to get curious about sex. <laughs> uh, but then they find organ parts, a lot of pictures of organs, and inside the human body, and as you, as you said, Rav, he doesn't say to his wife, "Oh my God, you should see what he's done to this spoon." They naturally assume yeah. because he's got yeah. pictures of bodies and organs and that that he's curious about sex. I'd never put that together and get that no. he's curious about sex. It, it's absolutely ridiculous. No. It that, really is. The, 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 mm. the pictures of the women, I think
3: were a cover. That was wasn't it? It was just if they opened up, lifted his mattress up, they'd see the pictures of women and probably, oh yeah, he's interested in women. But put That's the point, thing back actually, down yeah. again. But they, they delved further and saw that beneath that, there was all this other material that he was interested in, which was just not right.
0: Yeah, I, t- I honestly don't know. I mean, you could be right, Paul. You, it could be a really good point, or you, it could be a case of too much credit. I don't know. What do you think, Neil?
2: <laughs> I think he's just interested in all of it. He is coming to that age where he's interested in girls. The way he looked at that girl in the class when she stuck up for him, you could instantly tell that she, he liked her. And it wasn't just for the fact that he stuck up for her or she stuck up for him sorry and <clears throat> yeah but I completely agree with the organ side of it I don't think it was a cover-up I like that idea but I think he's just you know he's not of this world he's finding out he's got all these powers he's he doesn't really care about the fact he's his empathy he hasn't got any has he and when his dad tries to have a chat with him while they go hunting and sort of tries talking about playing with his penis and all this sort of stuff um which is weird because yeah. i'm sure that's not how you talk about reaching puberty and being interested in women to say it's okay to start playing with your dick um but you know his instant thing is what like now
3: yeah and was As like, in, like,
2: not now. Or, yeah i can just whip it out <laughs> mm. or you know i can go and do what i want and you know he's like the way his dad explains it he is an idiot and i completely agree with rav his parents are morons. I agree. I, I understand his mum is completely in denial because that's all she's ever wanted as a child. But his dad's a fucking idiot in just the way that he explains mm. things. You know? <laughs> oh, if you have urges for women, just give in to them. So that basically sounds like, yeah, just go and do it's what you want to, car, isn't yeah. Yeah. He's trying to he play. Yeah. He's trying to play
3: the part of a, a normal child, isn't he? But he just does not get it. And... That's why all these weird interactions come out throughout the film. He doesn't, he doesn't understand how to be a normal child. He tries to maybe um, uh, hide, hide his real identity. And that's why he asks those stupid questions like, well, those those questions like what, like now, because he just does not when it comes down to it, he can't fully pretend to be human.
0: Yeah, I just think, as yeah. as you guys said earlier, the, it's the way he said it. When I've got two boys, 12 and 16, there's no way in hell I'd have a conversation that went the same lines as he did. Yeah, about,
4: It's life. just absolute
0: nonsense. <laughs> if my son was eating a spoon or a knife or a fork <laughs> and destroyed it, I'd want to talk about that. You know, yeah. it's it's the way, the fact it wasn't addressed. I think it would have been really really good, and it would have been a really good yeah. conversation. I don't know whether oh, that yeah. comes down to the writing or the lack of ability from um, Brian and Mark Gunn to do this, because mm. I think they again they missed a trick. But they, they do slightly mm. recover um, when they do go camping, um, and Tori wakes up and Brandon isn't there, and he's gone into the bedroom of Caitlin. Um, and they get that really spooky music that the um, mm. her kind of computer turns on and it starts playing music and it's really creepy. And the windows open, you get the tr- like the tropey kind of curtains blowing. <laughs> uh, yeah, and it's, it's probably a trait, isn't it? It is. Yeah. And I, I, I quite like the, the spooky nature, the way the films got back to kind of what I wanted. it And it's good. I, I'd like to have seen this a bit more, like a, a bit more aggression like towards her just raising the ante a bit i don't know what you guys thought
2: i was worried of what direction this was going to go in due to their age if you like but i never thought i don't know yeah he's i think at this point with him he's obviously been brought up as a human as a young man and He's very conflicted at the moment. He's obviously been awoken for his powers and who he actually is and what, you know, we don't know where he's come from and what they're like, so to speak. So he's a a boy and he's been brought up for 12 years like he should be. Then all of a sudden he's got all these powers and feelings and we don't know what's being communicated from him or, you know, things that have been woken up in. And he's just so conflicted. But like most young men that are confused when they find out they've got some sort of ability or what a thing over everybody else he acts he's he's struggling to control it, not he yeah that's how i saw it. it was just a complete battle with him at this point in the film
0: yeah it, yeah I, I see what you mean i think you're 100 percent right and it's i just think some parts they they do miss a trick mm. i mean and you are limited with these two kids of what you can do and pushing the boundaries. It's just she sees him standing behind a curtain and she calls to her mum uh, and that's it. I would have liked to have seen something horrific from him uh, looking really scary with his eyes glowing or just something really extreme or don't have it at all. It's just it, that, I, again, I think so many parts of this, they do miss a trick, you know
3: do you know the other thing with was, was this was it, it was a bit weird in that like previously she'd stood up for him in class and she's out he's outside a, a bedroom window and
0: he doesn't do anything does he no you just yeah, see but him standing
2: there stand i think it's there. the want isn't it i think it's the want to so he clearly fancies her, and then his dad has basically turned around and said if you have urges mm. for women just give in to them which If you're a confused young man and you've got all these powers and feel like you're bigger and better than everybody else, he's then sitting there thinking, well, I could do what I want. And that's, that's what I mean. He's gone there probably with the inclination to go and do what he wants. But at this point in time, the human side of him has pulled him away. He still does some freaky shit, but he's still at that point where he's not able to... Thankfully, to go that far. But yeah. that's my from, take on it. Yeah, but from her perspective, all he's
3: done is—it's weird, obviously—but appeared outside her window. But then, when they go to, when they go to class and they're doing like this this trust game the following day or that week, or whatever, and she gets all freaked out and calls him a, um, a perv, which you know, well, like, it is. he is—he is is a he is a perv, but I, I don't know. I just we, we've seen it in many films in the past where they've. You know the kids have turned up outside the window, but they've never had that kind of reaction. But she 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 reacted quite strongly to him being outside.
0: Yeah, it was a bit strange because she seemed the kind of girl who'd go and just talk to him rather than.
3: Mm. It was a bit yeah. It, considering like that. that she she seemed to like him because she stood up for him. It was just
2: mm. maybe it was I, the music
3: starting I, and stuff. I don't know.
2: Yeah, I think it's a build-up of things, isn't it? But I'm not being funny. I mean, I don't have a daughter, but if I. Found out that a random boy from her school was stood in her bedroom because he's climbed in through an open window in the middle of the night. I think there's something fucking wrong with him.
0: He was in the room at this time. I around. Yeah, he was yeah, stood behind the curtains he in the room. Oh, the right.
2: Sorry, yeah, maybe it Yes, he was. Yeah, and I he's was, the, yeah, the one wondering. that's gone in with his lightning speed to turn the music on. She closes mm. it down. And he turns it back on again. You know, he yeah. he's there for one reason and one reason only. And unless she'd figured it out and called out to mum and he is still a scared boy at this point of the fact of not wanting to get caught. We don't know what he would have done.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's quite weird, isn't it? And again, they kind of <laughs> drop hints that he's evil, kind of very similar to like Omen and stuff like that, with Damien, where he's standing mm. in front of the chickens and all the chickens are going wild. Mm. Because I take it they can just sense he's evil, which is... Oh, I don't know. It just seems mm, a bit yeah. weak, really. You know.
2: Yeah, no, I have to agree with you. There are certain elements of this, and this is one of them, isn't it? Scaring some chickens. I think anyone can probably scare some chickens. It's not exactly. I
0: would difficult. like to, have, yeah. I would like to have seen it done differently, a different animal. Yeah. I mean, if they had a dog in the house and suddenly the dog started going against him and, or attacked him or something like that, you know, it just yeah. I, I, I don't know. But it that seems to miss the mark well, so much. Can't it? We will often get done yeah, just just yeah or just don't do it we know he's north. evil you can mm-hmm. demonstrate that and mm-hmm. um in the next scene can't you really quite <laughs> easy but i don't know because all the chickens have been killed and again like he starts to suspect that it's his son he's like well a wolf can't do this a wolf won't rip the door off it won't take the lock off and it's got to be his son and again she defends him so and it's it's down to kind of naivety and stupidity that she defends him it isn't even a case of Brandon being clever enough to put a split between the couple is it Mm,
2: no no. he's he's testing out his powers and he's clearly finding out that he from killing the chickens that he enjoys killing things in a horrendous way but like I said earlier his mum is so she's so sort of happy the fact that they finally got everything that they ne- couldn't have she's just in complete denial like Rav said you know she's just she won't accept that there's anything wrong with it and you do find this though don't you with parents of course you Th- do. their their kids can be the biggest twats in the world when they've done something and the first thing they turn around and do that it wasn't them no no chance yeah
3: yeah <laughs> Who you know but he, he is inadvertently causing a split between the
2: two of them though isn't he Oh, he, he
3: is. Yeah, well, he course, is. Yeah.
2: But, but I don't will... think he wants to. I don't think he's no. his. That's his plan. No, I think but... it's just because Dad sort of, even though he is a moron, has cottoned onto to the fact that all these things are starting to add up.
0: Yeah, but that's trope. I, I know because it would have been. It, you can't kind of win in a way, but because it would have been nice if he would have put a split between them. Because I quite like that as a viewer. And it does frustrate you, and you kind of get more involved in it. And uh, but if he would have split between both of them, which would have been quite good, because it's always like, as Rav said earlier, mother's love. But they don't do that. It seems to be the stupidity of one or the other at a time, depending on what the incident is that that causes the split. And what did you think, Rav, of the scene of the trust exercise at the teacher? The worst bloody teacher going. <laughs> um, yeah, with those kids. What do you think of that rev?
1: Yeah, firstly, it won't happen in school simply because you know that's that's a lawsuit waiting to happen, realistically. <laughs> um, and secondly, I, why would you do that? I, I don't get it. I, mean, I, I understand what the teacher is trying to teach, like teamwork and you know having faith in your friends and, and colleagues, case maybe, but why? I mean, you're only picking, well, you know that, well, unless the, kid, the teacher doesn't know, but one kid is being picked on, and you've got that Kathleen girl, as soon as it passes to him, you, you can see you make making eye contact, and she's going to move out of the way. It was foreshadowed from the beginning that she was going to move out of the way. Yeah. And then it happens, and then you realise, well, what did you expect was going to happen? Yeah. Yeah. And then he, the teacher uh, just yeah, help him up. Well, no, help him up and get himself to get up. Yeah, get up for yourself. It's, it's yeah. It. I I I dislike the, I dislike this movie and it's making me angry. What it
0: is. Yeah, it was a dopey. As you say, it's a really weird thing to do of getting the kids in a small circle, push them, and they're not even catching them. It's just a case of really pushing them, and it's just yeah. This isn't something in school that you'd ever look back and remember and be a good exercise from. That's made you a better person, is it? No.
2: Yeah. I remember, we just pushed each other around in class.
0: it's just ridiculous but i do like the fact that he does break her hand and he really does break her hand he squeezes her wrist when she's told to give him a hand up and you first see that evil look on his face and he does it in front of everyone and as schools do and i would be going mental as a parent the school yeah. dealt with this so shockingly poor. To go and see the school counsellor and you've broken probably every bone in your daughter's wrist. No wonder Caitlin's mum went mental, you know. Oh, yeah, like
2: definitely. It. definitely. Definitely. And the fact that she says she wants him charged and stuff like that. And the cop would just go, that's no, not your call. It's like, what do you mean it's not her? It's her <laughs> child that's just been fucking GDH'd. Yeah. And, exactly. <laughs> I want to make an <laughs> allegation. That's not your you. call. Uh, you can't, no, sorry. The school have decided he's going to be suspended. Not round here, you can, lady. Counsel. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's nonsensical, isn't it? It's absolute bollocks.
0: It is so good, ah. isn't it? That the victim isn't allowed to make an allegation. The police decide who can make an allegation. <laughs> Imagine if it was like that. Jesus Christ, that would be yeah. interesting. <laughs> he ran me over. Not interested. <laughs> yeah, not here, he didn't.
2: <laughs> He said something else happened. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah.
0: Fine. Just Good. walked out
4: in front of a car.
0: <laughs> yeah. You don't make that call. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's fucking oh, so it funny. is. It's such a loud as shite. But again, that, the, the, the same evening when he's in bed, he does get that call um, and he goes back to the barn and you've got the barn lit up and his spaceship that he arrived in, which it's a shame they never really make a big deal with his spaceship. I would like to have seen. More of the spaceship because he's he's there and Tori goes to find him and he's levitating over this spaceship and she kind of well fuck all happens after that really it's just a bit of a letdown isn't it
1: Well she still
3: alive
1: after that That's
0: all it was It's just crap You've got a foreign language whatever's being said the alien chants and he's going all mental hovering over his spaceship but i just would have liked to have seen the spaceship i'd like to have seen more of what's happening and it's just i mean you learn that he cuts his head and it's the first or cuts his hand sorry it's the first Um, time that he's ever done that but you don't get an explanation why and i think if you're going to reveal make have this massive reveal i know it's foreshadowed for later on but there's no they don't tell the audience as to why and what happened and Mm -hmm. now they could talk to him about he's found his spaceship talk to him about it, talk to us about it and it's just lazy writing this film is only an hour and a half and I think possibly, I don't know what you guys it's a relief for you Rav isn't it yeah (laughs) (laughs) but this is like, this is your calibre Neil isn't it, this is or Rav, (laughs) this this is is the same yeah, yeah, and shoot
2: No, it's not as bad as shoot, but yeah it's yeah, yeah Shu
0: was amazing. But <laughs> so they just I would like to film be a quarter of an hour, twenty minutes longer, for them to give some kind of explanation. It's oh, not, definitely it's Not hard. And, and you're right, Stu, why on
2: earth when they they were just talk before he gets called off to or while he's being called off to go to his spaceship and he starts hovering about. The parents even talk about the fact that he's found it. Mm. And then he's called back to it and she finds him hovering. And yet they still don't talk to him about it. And it's no. just, it, you know, I, I completely agree with the fact it's really lazy and it's really frustrating as a viewer. And, you know, I'm, I'm quite different to Rav at this point in the film that I agree it's not the best piece of art ever. But, you know, I was still fairly interested in it because of the fact it's the al- alternate to superman but but like you said it just missed so many tricks and there's so many places in this where it could be explained mm. or explored some more and told him his hit past and then you know that could have fed into his character arc a bit but you know the fact that they just didn't say anything at all and just let him get on with it i'm with yeah. you know? i think i think that's what kept my interest going because it
3: was it was that you know what if superman was Bad, you know, because you know you don't really see him as a kid unless you watch Smallville. But i have not really mm. seeing Smallville. But yeah, so that that's what kept me going because you wanted you want I wanted to see it out.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's interesting that the next scene he goes to see Caitlin again, and and he's there. Um, he actually says to her and he confronts her and just says like, I want to tell you something. I want to tell you that I'm so special and that. You're, at the moment, you're the only one in the world who knows this, and he's got flowers for Caitlin, and he wants to kind of apologise, and which is quite interesting, because he's learnt his powers, but there's still that human side, and it's her reaction of kind of disdain towards him, that I think is attributed to her, like her mum's death, don't you? I agree with that, because
1: I think it, it, that was his last reach out to or some kind of humanity, where it was left in him, but because he was rejected, he flipped.
0: Mm. Yeah, he flips massively because she even the last thing that he hears is, My mum told me I can't talk to you. Yeah, and the, I, I was really surprised. And I like this diner scene if you've got the mum there on her own, it's really, really creepy. And you know, something's going to happen. I was surprised that she died, honestly, I was very, very surprised. But when it's all dark and she looks up and the the um, you well, you've got that sign that the Bs, the double Bs for Brandon um mm. Brea, written on the wall, mm. and the she looks at the lights, the tube lighting, and it they explode and she gets that shard of glass sticking out of her eyeball and oh, oh, that was that's, nasty. Oh, that was so
3: very
0: dark, well done. But it was nasty. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: A thing like about you, eyes and i just I know, like
3: I but and then they, and they showed it from her perspective from the first person perspective and you could see where the blood and the goo from the eye was turning orange so you could see what what she was seeing and there was one eye it was just gloopy orange wasn't it uh, uh, she was trying yeah. to scan the room to find
2: out where he was it was just
3: uh, I, don't know, I
2: don't know about you but would you have pulled that shard of glass out of your own eye
3: Oh no. Um I would have I'm put out. I would have put a ring bandage around it. <laughs> to, to, to cushion the surrounding area and then and then put a bandage over it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a ring bandage to cushion it. That's
0: such a tool, you can't. because you, can, you, you, you,
3: can you, you can make without a triangular bandage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I learned that in Saint Saint Anne's Jumberance Brigade. <laughs>
0: As a child. <laughs> yeah, she she does get confronted and when she's looking around, but as you said, the kind of you get the POV from her and yeah, it's, it's all it's just like red where the blood's dripping down. And um, and he kind of he just baits her, doesn't he? He really mm. does. Mm. And he's only got one thing. In, and it's the first time, correct me if I'm wrong, that you see this costume like that he's made and this mask yes. which is so creepy. It's, it's so creepy as hell.
2: It reminded me of the aliens out of District Nine a little yeah. bit. Oh yes. prawns. yeah. Prawns. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. the prawns. The fucking prawns. prawns. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. very good film.
2: Great film. But yeah, no, that's that's the immediate thing when I saw it. I was like, he's in District Nine.
0: Oh, that's great. And he uses his laser vision to burn through the the freezer door and just smashes it into bits. And then he just goes at her. And I was disappointed. That you didn't see. Obviously, you see what happened later on, but you mm. didn't see that he actually attacks her. If they're willing to show a shard of glass sticking out of her eye, I'm sure they they can show her being like taken or the way she's been killed. You know, mauled. Yeah,
3: mm. But like, is it the chickens? You, you yeah. know, go, go back to when he's in the in the bedroom of the of the girl, and he and she says, "My mum's not allowed me to, to talk to you anymore," and. And he says, don't worry, I'll deal with that. What did you think he was going to do? Did you think he would go that far, or did you think obviously not have a quiet word with her mum, but did you think that he would do he would have a go at her? Did you realise, did you think he would go that far?
0: I think he was in the Yeah. I thought he was
3: going to kill her. I right. just didn't think it would be brutal like that. Yeah. Said, I'll deal with that. <laughs>
0: hmm. yeah. What did you think, Rav? Do you think it was death, or I thought it was going to scare her?
1: it's the way the movie was going and you can see you know the way they wanted the characters to go he started to decline very rapidly in, in the space of like 30 minutes that, 20 minutes he declined from being slightly level and then all of a sudden and you knew something bad was going to happen also going back to see diner where you've got the um, Brandon Briar as you said everywhere and mm. think as as a, a character for scare tactics They've they created him very well. They've they done the, the arc of, you know, he's not just a, a murderer. He will terrify you first
4: to the point yeah. where
1: you wish you were dead. So that in that sense, they, the writing for that is very well done throughout the entire movie. Amazing.
4: But yeah.
1: also with, with the flickering light, I mean, if the light starts flickering. I'm not going to go stand underneath it and go, oh, what's wrong with this? yeah, yeah. <laughs> i'll be again just common sense that something's not right about this i'm going to take a step or two back
0: yeah definitely it's, it's like, like you said the
1: cast are idiots yeah, it's
0: yeah, like yeah they are, they are. going to a house when the lights are off you know and it's just well you hear something you know there's a killer about it, and you go and explore yeah let's split up Fine, yeah. and you just <laughs> don't do stuff though. like that yeah, yeah. guys uh, let split up we
3: we'll take a room each
0: <laughs> exactly it's nonsense <clears> and you do get the after that it's just weak it's you get um his auntie uh merrily mcnichol who's the school counselor counseling him and he t- she finds out that when he's talking that as if he's superior that he's something special and he tries to tell her that mm. and she's just i don't know she just doesn't really do anything does she she's just she's so counselor. ineffective yeah.
2: yeah she's just a shit counsellor she, she's more interested about the fact that she just needs to go back and tell them that he's good so he can get away with it than yeah. actually deal with the issue that is what what's actually going on and the shit he says you know if you were an actual counsellor and you a kid started talking to you like this you'd be like yeah i think you need some proper help mate not just <laughs> tell me what i want to hear so i can <laughs> oh, tell I them that you're okay so, um, yeah. You know, yeah, it goes back to lazy writing again, doesn't it? I think yeah.
0: this part. Mm. Yeah, it's absolutely shite, isn't it? But and this kind of leads to um, when you get the scene in the bar, thankfully, for once, um, you get Carl Breyer um, sticking up for his son when they're drinking in a bar just playing pool, and a few people, um, he's out with, his, um, with Noah, the uncle, and a few people start to take the piss out of him. And he actually does stick up for his son, which is quite nice. And and again, talking about missing a trick, when you get the auntie, when you get Merrily, who's at her house and all the lights are off, and you the kind of the security lights start to um, come on in the back garden. Again, that was really creepy. That you mm. knew it was him. And again, they missed. I think they missed a trick there. I really do. The scene, the way it was set, of her indoors. And you got the massive kind of swimming pool out at the, the back, and just the way it's all lit up, it would have been really good just to see a figure standing there. And I, I know you'd have kind of expected it, but they just missed a trick. I don't know what I yeah. think Ooh. they did. I think it was just a, a, ended up being yeah. a boring scene. Did you think did that you think she was going to bite it then? What did I think? Um, did the auntie think she, was going to get it. She was going to bite the bullet then, yeah. Um, I, I didn't know. Which way they were going to take this, I, I, I honestly didn't know. I was really confused. It didn't play out the way I thought it was going to play wow. out. Um,
2: no.
0: it very It was very weak again, wasn't it? The fact mm. that all
2: the weird lights are flickering and stuff, and obviously you're not going to put two and two together, granted. But then all of a sudden she he's at the door mm. and basically saying, that can't happen, you mm. can't tell him that. And all that stuff, and he's he sends it in a menacing way. He's not just going, oh, please don't tell him, and you know. Yeah. And she's like, oh, just go home, you know, and then doesn't think to tell anyone anything about it, and it's yeah. just, you know, she's a shit character in this film. Yeah. massively. Oh, yeah. She doesn't add anything to it at all.
0: No, she says, don't tell anyone. It's not good for me, not good for you, uh, not, or not good for my parents. It goes, and especially, it's really not good for you. And as you say, Neil, it's. It's a direct threat that yeah. she looks at him and then get, kind of that it is a threat, but then just ignores it completely. Yeah, it's also just a, a, a He's twelve
1: years he old. Yeah, he, he's twelve he years old. He's walked over to the house. She's not going to take him back. Would you not call the parents as if you're if you were the auntie? It's like mm. your kids out here. You know, he, he's you being would. a bit weird. Right. Pick him up. You, you were right? I mean, yeah. It's just it just again. It's just just idiots.
0: Yeah. <laughs> There's no other word for it, is there? She's meant to be a no, no, child of safeguarding back. and a safeguarding leader. Yeah, or she would drive back, she yeah. doesn't do anything. It's just absolute shite. But I would have liked to have seen... And I don't know if they don't do it because kind of the main... Like the baddie in is the villain is a child. And that's the reason why the violence, to a certain extent, unless you're the victim, the violence is toned down. Do you think that's the why? That, that's the reason why they don't kind of uh, take it up a level with him that you actually do see as a viewer? Yeah, I,
1: I think so. Because, again, 12-year-old, he's not experienced the work. I mean, let's face it, when we were 12, I, I barely knew anything of this. But if this were, this was turned on his head, and if it was like a Superman character who's in his 20s, 30s, I, I could see this going very, you know, very wrong in, on multiple levels.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I think that would have been, maybe if he was 16, 17. Um, yeah,
1: yeah, that would have gone very wrong.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah, I think they could have gone down that line.
0: Yeah.
2: But I'm, I'm glad they didn't, in no. a sense. But it's, you know, but you can tell that, it, that it's in the back of his mind, isn't it? Because he's sort of getting to that age where he's thinking about things, but I'm glad it didn't. But the fact he's standing in her doorway and stuff when she's gone to bed, it's just he's creepy. He's a
0: horrible bastard. Isn't he, he really Yeah, is. it's very wrong. Right. <laughs> I, I like the fact that he scares the shit out of the uncle when the, the mm. uncle. The, thankfully, he's the only one who seems to take the normal kind of action that anyone would take when he discovers him. And I like you do see him on the kind of ceiling or crouched which is really creepy wearing that mask. And I thought the uncle was going to get it in the bathroom. Yeah.
4: Um,
0: yeah. And he does find him in the wardrobe and he kind of berates him. He embarrasses him, doesn't he? he? He really talks down to him, which is he's kind of talking himself into his own death pretty fast. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, definitely. But it is, it is good that someone's finally pissing or well confronted him. You know saying he's wise in you're in my wardrobe wearing a creepy mask and he's talking about homework and he's just like bollocks, mate. You're lying to me, you know, and all this sort of stuff. So, but I like he say, too, ultimately that was, um, a poor choice to do because he just gets himself in a whole world of trouble,
0: yeah, pretty much. And it, he throws his uncle, he kind of uses his laser vision, his laser. And hmm. smashes his uncle against the uh, uh, the garage door. And I don't know whether it, if his uncle would have stayed where he was, whether he would have survived or the fact that he jumps in his car leads to a horrific death. I, I honestly don't know.
2: Um, yeah, well, uh, you wouldn't. know. Would you? Yeah,
0: you're right, isn't it? Because he's clearly done
2: one. And maybe the fact that he's got in his truck to go to his parents' house is what's caused him to. Do what he does because I yeah. think he sort of shit himself a little bit, hasn't he? Yeah. Okay, uh, sorry, sorry, sorry. On,
1: mate. It, don't interrupt me. Yeah, once again, it's just pick up your phone, call the parents. It, yeah. Why are you, why, <coughs> why you driving? Where are you driving to?
0: Yeah, I got no idea where he's. I going. don't think he knew. Uh,
2: uh, no, I don't, I don't no, know. I, I surmise that. He's drunk, so he's not think, thinking straight, mm, and yeah, he's yeah. driving to the parents' house to try and find out why well, the fuck their kid is in his bedroom, watching his missus sleeping, and stuff like that. Mm. You know, he's just sort of incensed, if you like, especially after being thrown against the garage door. Yeah, But but it is yeah. nice to get
0: some tension for once though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's done really well, the way the lights, the hazard lights are flashing, and though his headlights are and every time it flashes the kid's there and he's doing something different Mm. and the way he looks at him as if like no 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 that's really good this isn't right and he picks the van up or the the truck and just smashes it to the floor and because he's not wearing his seatbelt, he smashes his jaw on the steering wheel and it rips his jaw from his face and it's brilliant
3: the the weird thing is with that steward i was thinking about this this morning again and he's got the van, he's got the, the the truck vertical. He's not wearing a seatbelt. So the guys can be pretty much pinned against the windscreen anyway.
4: That's true. Because,
3: because gravity would have brought, brought him towards the steering wheel, but it didn't, but they used the, yeah, it was gruesome how they killed him off. But I don't think that would have worked in real life because he, he would have already
0: been against the steering wheel, wouldn't he? Uh, So true. And actually you do. So when you've, I'm just watching it now. Yeah. He's, um, even got his hands on the roof. So he would be, um, yeah it would be it's against the steering wheel but it, it's yeah. amazing special effects isn't it when he looks like a muppet oh, or yeah. terence and philip then he with his jaw <laughs> <hanging out. laughs>
3: you hear this hello <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you hear this like sickly crunches his jaw drops away oh, yeah it's awful And it? the
2: death rattles it is, right. it's gruesome when he's trying to hold his jaw like, mm. his mouth together and He's i would have done because that would have fixed it in there yeah that's it yeah yeah but yeah
0: but uh, the and way he, he's
2: just staring at him blood yeah. so mm. to do his sign on the floor or wherever yeah. he does it it's just you know he's probably is, lost
0: it hasn't he oh 100 percent. which is convenient he does that sign because the sheriff is the only one even though they're the worst police in the whole of probably south america wherever this is that (laughs) that it gives him a hint as to this is the same person who did this to the same person who did the diner as well um but he doesn't obviously connect the dots and why would you that um it's a 12 year old child but he doesn't go back unless i'm wrong and kill um merrily the auntie does he no he he didn't no no which is strange. Why do you think that the auntie didn't die? Was it because she wasn't hostile and did what he said?
1: I can only assume that they forgot. the The writing team forgot about her. Yeah, I'm, I, I I think there's a possibility <laughs> with that. Either that was setting up for a Brightburn too.
0: There was talk the of it. Brooklyn honestly,
3: loop. was
0: there? yeah. There was talk hmm. linked to Caitlin. Um, it was that Caitlin was going to come back. She was going to wake up in a hospital. With like mm. a, a metal hand. Mm. And that she will be pitted against. Um, oh, no. Brandon. Oh, no. A yeah, no, no. metal no. hand.
3: Made, made by the spaceship metal. Yeah they yeah, never yeah.
0: worked yeah. that funnily enough. But, um, yeah. Yeah. That. yeah it's weird that isn't it. Cause that would have been a shit film. One like this one. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah so, and even when he gets back. In the middle of the night. Wearing no t-shirt. With yeah. the worst excuse that he was playing football with his mates. They still argue about. What what do we do? We need to talk to someone. That, that is clearly lying, but I don't want to challenge him about it. I mean, are they not challenging him because they know he's a fucking freak? Or I think by now challenged? they're
3: scared. I think by now they're just like, it, it's, yeah. By now they've had how many clues and hints? Can you can you have?
2: Yeah, she's still in complete denial, it, isn't she? I think she mm. knows something isn't right, but you know she will not entertain it at all and you think by this time you would start entertaining it a little bit you know even if you are you know absolutely besotted with the fact that you found this baby in a spaceship and you couldn't have one of your own i think she, she is in
3: denial and that's when they have that bust up isn't it they have that big old bust up and yeah they i think she yeah i think she knows but just doesn't, yeah. Like you say she's denying it, she? she? She's got an, hit, an inkling, but it causes them to have an argument. And she says to the um, to her husband, "I'm putting him first, effectively, doesn't she?" Yeah.
0: yeah. But th- that yeah. dream sequence is awful, isn't it? Oh, that that isn't it is just when he's laying in bed and he's oh, dreaming yeah. that that he about? goes into the woods, and she's <laughs> there with this spaceship, and it's all lit up, and she's holding this baby in a a red kind of towel. And then there's blood coming from her eyes and mouth. I mean, it has no relevance to to this film as to what scenario has been witnessed by him. It's no. it's ridiculous, it, isn't it? It's like a teenager's done it for some kind of college project. It's ridiculous. It added, it added nothing at all.
3: No,
2: nothing
0: at
3: all. it
0: was it
2: was unnecessary crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: With no payoff whatsoever. It's just ridiculous. But you do get the the next time they're in the hospital. And obviously, no surprise that um, poor old Noah is a brown bread with his jaw half ripped off. And they're saying that it was drink driving. Um, I mean, surely you'd get some crash investigators to say, well, there was no other obstacles in the road. There's no other roadside furniture damaged. And for some reason, it looks like his car's been dropped from about 30 foot in the air. It's
2: no, true. Yeah, yeah. just but... turned around and said, not here, you don't. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: probably. <laughs> there, there was, I, I don't know if you saw that from the from the wide
3: angle shot, but there was the adverse camber. That <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: it adverse it. camber, that's it. No,
3: there, was a, there, was a, there was a heavy jackknife across the carriageway earlier on that might have left some debris.
1: It was a
0: bear or, or a moose or something like that.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <has some> <laughs> It really is, but it's good that when they come in the next day and actually say to Brandon, "Look, how are we going to tell him? How are we going to break this bad news to him?" And then they do say, "I'm sorry, your uncle Noah is dead," and he just does not give a shit, does he? He really doesn't. Whether he didn't read the script that day, I don't know.
1: (laughs) He's probably had enough of the BS um, on the team. Like, yeah, <laughs> right. It seems. Yeah, he's still right, right.
2: filming this shit.
1: He's he's yes. the director?
3: <laughs> Who are these clowns still? You've got? They're my parents or what?
0: Oh dear, but yeah, he doesn't care, and they don't. They can't work out why he just doesn't care, and he's just. I mean, this doesn't play out well. Go on, ref.
1: No, cre- credit where credit is due. That scene, again, the acting, I mean, albeit, yeah, you know, wherever the writing script is, the acting in that scene was very well done by all three parties because you've got the reaction from, um, uh, from Tori, then you've got reaction from the dad, and then you've also got reaction from Brendan. And it's just like, sorry, a complete lack of emotion from Brendan. And it's just like, yeah, I can see it. And again, I think they picked a really good actor for him because there's just, there's just nothing there
0: yeah i I, I completely agree but Mm. i only agree with you once he's confronted by brandon and brandon pushes him through that cupboard and that's when you do get the reaction of shit this is really bad and for once it's done in front of uh, elizabeth banks front of tory so Mm. she can witness it herself and she has to have that same reaction but i love that even then
1: there 's nothing there from her again again, going back to the whole you know mother 's love is blind, but just she 's just pushed a fully grown man who was probably you know, three times the size of this kid through a door and and, and nothing uh, mm. just again it was, the idea it just annoys me, this film really annoys me yeah.
0: <laughs> it did make me laugh though when. He um Carl goes up to his son's bedroom, goes to, to Brandon's bedroom, and looks behind a wardrobe and finds his t-shirt. And that really reminded me. And uh, no, I actually, when I watched this with uh, the misses, I, I said, "Oh fucking hell!" I said, "This is going to be embarrassing." They found Brandon's wank towel. <laughs> 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 I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. It'll be like a beer mat or a pair of socks <laughs> shut behind, Don't and it's like right. film going to like a <laughs> yeah he just bangs it on the floor <laughs> it's space exoplasm don't worry about it oh. <laughs> but it's a t-shirt with blood on and and he's you can tell it's it's a t-shirt that his murder shirt that he's worn and the reaction that his dad gives him who shitting himself is I'm really sorry do you want to go hunting and it's I know he can't do a lot because he realises that he can't confront his son because his son will smash the crap out of him. Mm. But it's just, I suppose he's put in a difficult position and he says, look, this is Noah's blood. And even li- and this is so frustrating when Tori says, well, how can it be? Like, how can a 12 year old kill him? How can he do this? When you've just seen <laughs> your son push your massive, up a big shit husband through a bloody cupboard. Yeah. It, yeah. It's it's like you like said,
2: there's a point, you know, where the whole bullshit around, oh, you know, you're that besotted with having a child has to fall apart, doesn't it? And I yeah. don't know how many things she needs to see and how many bits of jigsaw puzzle needs to be together before she sees a picture, because it seems like it needs to be 99 pieces <laughs> of the puzzle out of 100 pieces, because she's fucking thick. It's, yeah. it's ridiculous. And it's, you know, I do feel for the husband in this because he's shitting himself. And especially now he's just been beaten up by his own kid, who's, Mm. like you say, three times smaller than him. He's like, what am I supposed to do? You know, I'm trying to talk to my missus about it. And she's in complete denial, stupidly. You can't go to the police because they're just saying, no, it didn't happen. You know, it's...
3: What she needed was... Tony Hart to draw a picture of it, <laughs> or oh, Tony Hurst. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> but I do like the fact that he says to her, "More people are going to get hurt. We've got to do something about this." Mm. And but it's stupid that she then turns around, and it does get boring and frustrating. That I'll never turn against my son, uh, and thankfully he says, "Yeah, now, son, he's something we found in the woods." And she freaks out. And says don't ever say that, and it's. The, that divide is just ridiculous they've been in a relationship for ages she fell in love with him because he's a hard-working sane sensible person and now all of a sudden when he's coming up with these ideas when there's no rational explanation she's turning against him yeah it's
2: yeah. weird
0: yeah it's, it's, it's
2: like you say it's just lazy, well, writing. Yeah, it's lazy writing and it goes on for too long you know it's you
0: know. and that's harsh mate because it was only an hour and a half film you know <laughs> what i mean that's yeah that's pretty harsh.
2: But th- this element of the film goes on too long doesn't it her character arc doesn't no, it doesn't move at all does it from, from no, the it start doesn't. until the very end She's is exactly yeah. the same it's it's quite like Rav said many times during this it's lazy writing and the it's arc just is, yeah it's yeah. just frustrating yeah the the arc levels out and it
3: just stays there flat yeah <clears throat>
0: Yeah completely and the policeman meanwhile is um, looking at the the pictures of the car crash and he sees that um, the symbol painted on the road which starts getting into question stuff and Carl's going to take his son hunting and I, I like the fact he's actually got an agenda he's got a plan and he, he's even going behind Tory's back um, to take action um, over Brandon because he's completely out of control and this massively backfires, but again you get the policeman coming over, and Tory he's even asking questions about brandon um and she turns against him and mm. is in complete denial for this policeman, which is doesn't really there's no payoff to this, is there It's
2: just really. a shame it's It's nice that the coppers are finally sort of switched on to the fact that it could be him because it looks potentially like a double B, even though it doesn't it just looks yeah. like a shit eight with a line. through mm. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, again, it's ridiculous, isn't it? You've even got the coppers turning up and saying, you know, we, what's going on sort of thing. Can I have a look around? And she instantly like, no, you can't, you know, which, yeah, yeah it was a bit and weak. The copper, oh, but it was nice. The <laughs> fact that he knew he couldn't get in there, but he did turn around and says, you know, I'll be back.
4: Mm. Yeah. Which,
2: I did like that in the sense that he didn't just go, okay, see you later. (laughs) You know, he, he put that threat in to say, this isn't over. I think he's got something to do with it.
0: Mm. Yeah. And it's only, and and it it starts to kind of play well that it's really extreme that he takes his son hunting and he's standing behind him with the rifle pointing at his son's head. And meanwhile, they then flick to Tori, who's in the house, who's found the book. And she sees those symbols and for once she starts to panic and for once the realisation hits that Brandon uh, isn't who he kind of cl- claims to be, a nice, gentle son, that he is something who's really evil and she realises that. It's but not it's, just the symbols, though, is it, too? It's the symbols and it's drawings of, of everything he's been
3: involved with, like, yeah. of, his, yes. of his uncle and all that kind of stuff, his pictures, color colour pictures of all that that he's, that he's, he's done.
0: Yeah, and it's pictures of people, several people dying, as in mm. world domination taken over. Yeah. Um, but it's far too late, and it's really good um, in a twisted way that when you see Kyle, you actually do see it, and it's very reminiscent of um, Calibre. Calibre, yeah. Of when he gets that, and he shoots his son in the head, and his son just makes out as if he's just been slapped on the back of the head. Yeah. There, there's, there's no blood. And he goes to shoot him again, and he disappears. Um, that that annoyed me because sorry, i in, get
1: in, in, interrupted. But you, you you're planning to shoot your kid. Why are you taking so long to aim? Because it's just sad there. Yeah. And yeah. then why is there only one bullet in the chamber?
2: Yeah, he's
3: right.
1: It's a hunting
2: up. rifle, so yeah. there can only be one. But oh, okay. I'm That's not being funny. I know he's an evil alien bastard, but the fact is, he has brought him up for 12 years as his own oh, okay. son. Okay, I see. You, I you see couldn't just turn up and go. Right, I'm going to shoot him in the back of the head today. Uh, it's all good, right? You just kneel down there and I'll shoot you. No one just, you know, you, yeah. No oh, just, you know yeah. well, yeah, yeah. it's a bit different. He did not do a very good job of
3: covering up, does he? If that was me, I'd have, like, looked out of the way. <laughs> is it raining? Is that bird shit? <laughs> 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 what is that? Yeah. <laughs> what is that? It's like... <laughs> that? It's like, it's like Someone else down here. Yeah, although you couldn't really hide hide the the sound of gunfire. (laughs) He was in trouble either way, wasn't he?
0: It's Mm -hmm. extreme, isn't it? It it really is. And I think it's a a great death. I mean, he chases his dad um, through the woods. And I never expected his dad to die um, the way he does die. I mean, and it's so, so entertaining that he captures his dad and he uses his laser vision... To to burn through his eyes and burn a, f- a massive hole in the back of his head. It's mm. oh, it's it's. I love it. I think it's mm. such a gruesome, graphic death, and it's it's yeah. what this film needs. It it kind of picks it up for me. My interest is starting to go up again.
2: <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, in a sick way it is, isn't it?
0: Yeah, hundred percent. Like,
2: well, you shot me in the back of the head. I'm going to burn your eyes out, and you know. Yeah. Can kill you that way you know in the streams of his dad when he's doing it I mean I don't know how long you'd stay conscious if you were having lasers shoved into your eyes and burning your brain because I was sort of watching it going surely you'd be dead already but it was yeah. still fantastic
0: uh, yeah it it was really really good and, and I, I love the last I mean and it, there's 15 minutes left now in this film so and it, they kind of are cramming a hell of a lot in And she learns that that they both realize that she knows that he's the kind of the devil incarnate and Mm. that he is um, he's got no choice. But he's still got love for her. You realize that and she possibly could have saved herself. Um, But she calls the police and it's brilliant. When he's going through the house, he's flying through it and destroying it. And that policeman turns up and it reminds me of um, what is that Carl Irvine that was on the series? Oh, on uh, boys. on boys, Amazon. Yeah. The boys, yeah. When the that black sheriff is standing on the doorstep and then he just flies through and just splats him all over the front of her porch. And it's just, it just looks like of what happened in the boys, wasn't it? When that guy's girlfriend's standing there and he's holding her yeah. hand and the rest A-train. of her... Uh, yeah. yeah, that's it, mate. A-train. Just milkshakes her all over the floor. And it's <laughs> It's just rough and the other police officers uh apart from being incapable of investigating anything just don't stand a chance and this poor police officer she gets bounced around the lounge or the hallway like a bim bouncer but,
3: before that those two this is what made me laugh right she said on her radio we've got a 217 right and i thought what could that be right so a 217 <clears throat> i imagine the controller saying i oh, We rarely, never really had a two one seven before. Code two one six we know. Code two one six and out of control teenager. Code two one seven. Let me just check my code sheet. Oh, uh, out of control teenager with superpowers. What the fuck is a code two one seven? What is it? Do you know what I mean? It's like the the controller's going code two one seven. Yeah, that's something to do with um some fucking devil teenager firing through your lounge. Yeah. (laughs) That's <laughs>
0: crazy. That made me chuckle. So, is there a police code 217 then? Well,
3: Someone's got a Google <laughs> Google
0: oh, assault with intent to murder. There you go. There we go. Oh, with, there superpowers. with superpowers. With <laughs> yeah. superpowers. Yeah. Yeah. A juvenile with superpowers. Yeah. <laughs> so, but I do I know, the much. fact that Tori's hiding under the bed, and you see in the background. Of her being bounced up and down off the floor, oh, yeah, and that's that's when fair. she's thrown in front of her, her face is cut to bits. It's, it's a mess, blood right? coming out everywhere, and it's really graphic and brutal. And he's kind of committed himself to to being a complete bastard now to everyone, isn't he? Yeah. That it's,
3: that it's, reminded me of the old Fangoria magazines you used to get back in the eighties. Remember the the Fangoria yeah. magazines? Oh, all having, all, in the, all 80s the makeup, <laughs> yeah, oh, I'd smash
0: it and look in. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted, you
3: off. you wouldn't have found that it smash it, mate? <laughs> <All looking. laughs> <laughs> no, Fangoria was all around the, like the Hellraiser and you know the or all the, all the makeup they used to do for all the kind of all the horror films. It was, it was great mag. Great.
0: Spank mag. <laughs> Not no. quite. Not quite. Depends but on your she interest. Runs, in. yeah.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so she runs to the barn. Um and I, I kind of presume I don't know why she runs to the barn. I've got no idea. She happens to find a shard of metal and obviously Caitlin's mum split into bits, naked, pinned down in the like, the basement of the barn. But what was her intentions of running to the barn? Why? To, to get Australia. a piece of the spaceship. Yeah,
3: get the spaceship. Because no. that's the only thing that can happen. She, w- when she was hanging from the, from the window, outside the window, she cut her hand, didn't she? And it rem- reminded her of him cutting his hand on the spaceship so she knew that was the only thing that could... That could actually harm him. Jesus, that's a
0: long shot, isn't it?
3: Well, no, I I, I figured that when it happened. When she came out, and she was like, "Of course," and they ran to the barn because she knew that was the only thing that would that made him mortal.
0: Right, man. It says it's the only
3: thing
0: that can cut him, or something mm, like that. mm. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a bit weird, but it's it's good because they do cuddle and. She can. She's the only one who's ever believed in him 100 percent, regardless of when he's murdering people left, right and centre. She's still stuck by him and she does go and kill him. And that whistling thing they do to find each other. It's just there's no payoff there. There's no suspense. There's it's been done in other films. It's it's not unique, but she goes to stab him and he stops her and realizes that she is betraying him as well. And it's brilliant death again. This film gets good. I don't know whether I'm excited because I know it's going to finish, but
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: the fact that she flies up straight in the air and or oh, withholding her and then just drops her from... I mean, what does a plane fly at? 33,000 feet, is it? Mm,
3: roughly. Yeah,
0: That he drops her from that height. Cruise. And just... It's going to be a, a terrible death. And I, I don't know whether it's potluck that he just thinks sod it i'm gonna kill everyone on this plane because this this, um, jet flies along um and he just smashes into it and kills everyone and it makes out that this jet fell out the sky and killed conveniently um like the breyer family and the only survivor of that um was brandon who's sitting in the back of an ambulance i mean it seems Potluck that this jet's there. I mean, was it just by yeah. chance and they put two and two together, or what did he mean to do it and cover it up? <sighs> Pot Pot luck, I think,
3: Yeah. <laughs> <And> also, <laughs> how
0: can 30, we cover this up? Feet,
3: she'd have frozen before, um, that the drop would have killed her. She would have frozen up there at that temperature. It'd be like minus 33,000 feet, it's like minus 45, 50 degrees.
0: Just go and watch <laughs> Iron Man, my friend. That's what Tony Stark did in Iron Man. He flew yeah, so he high. He did, yeah, so there you go. That's what happened. happened. But yeah, and, so and the
2: other thing, the debris, isn't it? it if that's flying, it, yeah, yeah, fly it, it would be there, would it? And it? Hits you, it <laughs> wouldn't be there because it's no. got. Dolphi so fuselage was all in the
3: field. Yeah, it's just yeah,
2: you're right, you're right. You know, there's lots, but I, I, because I was trying to look favourably on this film, which is unlike me, I thought that he saw the plane and thought, Oh maybe I could cover myself up here, but that is a long shot. Isn't it? It's yeah. fair. It's a massive long shot. The fact that he goes, Oh, I could, you know, I'll say a plane landed on my farm and I'm all right and it killed everyone. I'll get away with it.
3: I think it was just the next step of just his his complete disdain for humanity and just that, yeah, right, why not? I'm here. I'll do that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's quite, I I just think it's convenient and Mm. a little bit of lazy writing. But you do see the FBI there and you do see that symbol on the plane for the viewers' sake who are kind of. Still awake. He did it. Yeah, still awake, but he did it. Um, and the breyer Farm has been wiped out, and he's just sitting there eating a, uh, a cookie at the back of the ambulance, perfectly happy, no remorse, doesn't care whatsoever. And they put it down um, as an accident. And that's the, probably the <coughs> first time, and I watched this that I learned that the town was called Brightburn, when I actually yeah. couldn't understand yeah. of why it was called Brightburn. I didn't know whether that was something to do with his superpowers, but um,
3: it was on the side of the library at some point, wasn't it as well?
0: I, must admit, I did not see that. In. didn't yeah. see that at all. But I do like the, the extra bit on this where you get the news clips of him flying yes. through the air. Yeah, yeah. And the, is it human? Mysterious figure destroys office building in Brightburner. That he goes on a complete rampage of destroying everything and killing loads of people. And you get Michael Rooker. <laughs> and oh, there's no, no surprise. <laughs> of Michael Rooker being in this bearing in mind that him and James Gunn are kind of team up and do everything together I mean the uh, the last um, Suicide Squad film he was in that as a token gesture part, and if you haven't seen this really stop listening mean. now um, gets killed within about the first um, 15 minutes and it's great I, I think this is really good and this is a massive nod Um from uh brian and mark gunn to his uh to cousin james when you've got that character they're talking about it's clearly aquaman who's the underwater <laughs> character who's referring to then you've got the female with that rope the lasso strangling people you've got wonder oh, woman no. yeah. and you've got superman who's the figure and it's brilliant have you guys seen james gunn's film called super it's a 2010 film it was on netflix for nothing that's and so you um it's just called super and oh, you've no. got
4: uh,
0: yeah he plays uh the crimson oh what is it the, the the crimson tide or crimson something i can't remember what it is now it's really annoying i need to look at that um it's starring rain wilson and it's done by james gunn it's got um kevin bacon in um and Liv tyler um And it's really, really good. It's quite graphic, um, but it's just a very, very weird film. Um, Crimson Bolt, that's who he plays, that's it. And it's Rain Wilson, who's from the American office. It's a a very weird film, a really violent film. And the figure down there in red is the Crimson Bolt from James Gunn's own film. (laughs) Well, there you go. uh, It's absolutely brilliant. Uh, and it's just a really weird nod that Michael Rooker's doing. Uh, and obviously it's kind of the gun family patting each other on the back and <coughs> giving each other a bit of a nod. But that was my favourite part of this film. I thought that was absolutely bonkers. But yeah, so so that's Brightburn. I mean, it's a, a film that I've seen quite a few times. I saw it at the cinema when it came out and I quite enjoyed it. But with each viewing, I think you can find different faults, and we always do this when we break a film down for the podcast that you and it's i love talking about these films i always look forward to wednesdays when we're doing these because i, I never know what film we're going to do really and what you guys are going to say because we didn't speak about this before the pod did we no 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 so it, it's quite interesting but i mean i'll um we forgot i'll rate this uh i'll probably give this a three because i still do get some enjoyment out of this even though i've slated a lot of it um no two and a half out of five and the best bits at the end i do like the end of this i think it's really good it starts to move faster the level of violence and entertainment steps up um and i love michael rooker's part of the end i think it's i didn't expect this i just thought what the, the hell is michael rooker doing in this film um, but and the worst bits I think so much is lazy writing I think if this was a bit longer even though one and a half hours of the way it is is too long but if it was a bit longer with better writing and more explanation I think it could have been a good film and it possibly could have left me wanting another film with some more explanations if they ask questions but they failed to do this and I found it boring a lot of it I found it quite boring but yeah that's my thoughts on this what do you guys think
2: well i i quite enjoyed it i think you're right in the sense that there's was a lot of moments which were lazy and there was a lot of moments in which they could have taken it in directions you think they were going to then all of a sudden nothing happened at at all and it was just like what was the point in that um but i still like the fact of what the film's about it's interesting to have the alternate side of superman i don't like superman particularly i think he's the most boring superhero going yeah because he's just too perfect for me and that kind of shit annoys me so it was it it intrigued me to see him from the other side and i thought in certain elements it, it they did it very very well and like you said when it as it was ramping up and he'd become more violent and the, the deaths that were happening and the fact that he was just, you know, unstoppable and he realized it, It I I really liked it and I got quite excited and especially towards the end, not so much the news clipping bit, though I did find that hilarious, but the fact that obviously he was doing all these horrendous disasters around the world, it did actually make me want to have a second one, which, At the start of watching it, I didn't think I would. So I'd probably give it a three out of five. Um, I'd recommend it for people to watch just if you want the alternate potential version of Superman and you're interested in that type of thing. But um, be expected (laughs) to be disappointed with a lot of what goes on in it that actually doesn't lead anywhere. But I think my favourite bit is probably towards the end and the gruesome deaths especially of the coppers as horrible as it was the way they were done was fantastic
0: so that was me excellent yeah I agree with you mate yeah I I just want to quickly say that I do think I know I've kind of not been too favourable but as um, you guys did point out earlier uh, I I think that um, Jackson A. Dunn who played Brandon Breyer, was very very good at what he did for a young kid in such a an intense kind of horrific film i thought he was really really good in his part but yeah. But, but yeah so um, paul what do you think mate i agree with what you just said to I, I think he played it very
3: well um i agree with <coughs> neil um in as much as it's interesting to see what the other side of superman may have been like um although I'm a massive Superman fan always have been. Chris Reeve was great and Henry Cavill's good but obviously Chris Reeve was my Superman and my favourite superhero. I appreciate sure what you say he's a bit boring and stuff but it's just I don't know what he stands for all that kind of stuff I like. Um I give it a 3 out of 5. Best bit for me I think remains The Code 217. Cuz that made me chuckle. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I just sat there. Right to rewind, I was like, "You, oh, come on." And the two code two one seven. And as you said, like towards the end, that the violence ramps up, and that's good, you know. Um, best, worst bits, the same as you to, The lazy writing. I think there were opportunities that were missed. Um, I don't know going back to the going back to the, the when he was being bullied, and they were in that circle, but pushing him around. It's almost as if the writer said, right, we need him to break this girl's hand. How are we going to do it? What's the quickest way of getting this done? And they just went with that, like pushing him around and, you know, she had to pick him up. So, yeah, I think they could have done better in several aspects. So, yeah, that's me.
0: Excellent. About yourself, Raph, what do you think, mate? (laughs) 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 <laughs> Was that steam I just heard. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: like, out of five, one point five. and um,
4: they,
1: they they had the, the story could have been if it wasn't for the lazy writing. If it wasn't for the, there's the, the, just yeah, it, it's just lazy writing. That that's that's and that's what annoyed me the most. I mean, people, Hollywood has a tendency nowadays to make the audience think well, that's stupid. You know. Most audience that watch these things aren't stupid, but and, and it's, it's really annoying because you've got characters and you know in, in I understand the whole movie universe and all that stuff, but in real life, if that were to happen, you would not be there. You know, you you'd be calling the national guard or whatever the case may be. Yeah, but I said if, if it wasn't for the lazy writing, they had a very good concept that they could have gone with. Then this could have been a very good movie if it had if some thought had gone into into the actual story itself. You've got characters which were left, which potentially had something, but then were cast aside like Kathleen, And then you've also got the aunt who you, you don't hear from again. Um, you've got just, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'd say just go watch Super Red Sun. Yeah. If, if you want a Superman story of a bad guy, alternatively go watch The Boys, because Homelander is what is is, yeah. is what this should be yeah no,
2: i agree with that completely yeah. <coughs> if you Actually, want to no, an anti-superman the boys yeah, mate, obviously is the boys. the boys is such a good series and they've just i think they've just finished or they are filming season three now four of it yeah so that will be coming out soon it, it's so good
0: it's yeah. brilliantly entertaining isn't it its it really, is. really is.
2: And looking at it, it, the the way he uses the words that I love to use it so much and in such a great way I, I just
0: yeah I love him totally agree totally agree oh, that's this, really interesting
3: go for it Paul no just I'm just looking on the internet this film has 6.1 out of 10 for IMDb and 57 percent on Rotten Tomatoes and 70 percent 75 percent of Google users. Put their
0: thumbs up, like the film. There you go. It shows, shows how wrong so many people can be. And there's a reference, <laughs> to,
3: there's <laughs> reference to Super, actually. There's reference to Super on here. Oh, yeah. yeah,
0: Super's much better than this film. I'd recommend Super. It's really, really good. James has seen that as well. And have, have you guys seen Super? Have you seen nope. it, a, a long time uh,
1: ago.
0: Yeah, it's a very brilliant. A long time ago. Totally recommend it. So, that was Brightburn. Uh, if you've not seen it, go and see the film and uh, listen to the podcast and let us know what you think. Next week, I think it could be a first since doing this in 2014. I think we're going to do a film based on a true story. It's certainly going to do a film that we've never done on baseball, which I know sweet FA about. We're going to do Moneyball starring Brad Pitt, Robin Wright and Jonah Hill, directed by Bennett Miller. I've never seen this film. I don't think anyone's seen this film on the pod, have they? No. No, no not yet, no. So that really is a first ever that we're going to go into it complete virgins of watching this film. So it should be good. So, yeah, next week um, we're going to be doing Moneyball. And then that's followed by The Island starring um, Scarlett Johansson and other people are in it as well. But Scarlett you Johansson's Mc- in <laughs> it.
2: <laughs> and that's all that matters. But yeah, you're great. in it as well
0: exactly but yeah so with the next two week um we've got two films at the opposite end of the spectrum and we've got shit loads of other films on uh coming up we're going to be doing the matrix two and three um we'll be talking about our thoughts of what number four is going to be about is it going to be a story that we're just not going to fucking understand like most of the matrix but yeah so <laughs> tune in for that so yeah we've got some really good things coming up But as usual, thanks for listening. We're just completely buzzed by the amount of listens we get, and it's just mental. So we have good fun doing it. And, uh, yeah, that's it, really. We're back next week. Check us out iTunes and Android, all good podcasting platforms, and the YouTube channel. So that is it. (laughs) Cheers, guys. We'll be back very soon. I wish you all the best. Goodbye.